You want to know my favorite part about the horror community? Inclusion. Everyone is allowed to be involved, and I mean everyone. A world where people of all walks and talks can come together and share their passion. Political parties, social issues, sports fandom, everybody has a side. But they no longer matter here, because one thing I can assure you, I can find you the most staunch Republican, sit them on a couch with a bleeding-hearted, blue-haired social justice warrior, and I guarantee they can find a horror movie they both like. Can't you see it, folks? A Yankees fan with a die-hard Red Sox fan just enjoying the shit out of life while watching Black Christmas. This is what makes the horror community so great. It's need to be inclusive. And that's what you guys have done for us. The sheer amount of engagement and enthusiasm you guys have given us this season is beyond humbling. Watching fans pick sides for their favorite member of the Splat Pack has been kind of entertaining. And to be honest, the audience score is neck and neck. But we still have some business to do. We have one more movie from Rob Zombie, his 2016 horror thriller, 31. Rob put his pedal to the brutality metal for this one and there's no shortage of carnage. So this is it. One more movie, one more rating. Next week, we're gonna go over the scores and crown a winner on a special episode of Celebration. But for now, let's see how the score breaks down in this murder world of a movie. Without any further introduction, here is our take on Rob Zombie's 31. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another week, clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, and one of my brothers and best friends, and I love him, Mr. Rosark Mark. What's going on down there, buddy? Hello. It's a pleasure to see you again. One, two, three, and the place to be. Sloppy Horror Podcast is the place to be right now in this moment in time going through your eardrums, through your ear canals, into your brain, and I'm here with you to talk about the final piece of the Splat Pack battle here. We got Mr. Robert Zomer coming up here, and we chose, uh, what movie? The movie we chose, folks, is 31, um, and a reason I kind of like this, it's one of those, um, the two Rob Zombie pictures we picked for this season a lot of people are saying, I've gotten a few comments where people have said, hey, you know, I don't, I, I feel like this season has been unfavorably stacked towards Eli Roth's way. And maybe so. But if we look in this sense, we've only covered, you know, we've never covered any Eli Roth movie. So we had to pick something. And there were a few I left out, obviously. I mean, you left out Cabin Fever, which is a great movie. Um, but the thing why I picked these movies with Rob, or why I thought they would be great, because they're standalone. You see Lords of Salem, you don't need to see anything, there's no post-credit trailers, you don't have to know the backstory, you don't have to look for cameo, like, it's not that at all. It's just a random horror movie. And sometimes, when I look at a movie, folks, um, if, I, if I were to look at a movie, I'm not just looking at this of its connection, because to be honest, they lose me with that. They're like, hey, Tobey Maguire's in the Spider-Man, he was in the first one. You know, like, I know, I've seen it. We were alive for that. I, re I remember. Like, I don't need this. I don't need that connection. And I, I understand a lot of people like that for, you know, cinematic pleasures, but I don't want that. I'm thinking of more along the lines... If you're wandering down the street in New York City and you just pass the theater and you go in by yourself and watch a movie, would this serve a purpose? Would this just be a random picture that would stick to you? 
you know? Would, would you remember it kind of aspect? More, I think sometimes people look at a horror movie and rate it as it franchisable. Like, can I make another one? Can this guy be, you know, a guy on T-shirts? Can I put him on coffee mugs? What's part two going to be? And um, I really appreciate these standalone films. So we picked 31, to, you know, to conclude this. Now, you know, usually we do like to give a nice little beautiful synopsis. But before we do, folks, I will like to mention Sloppy Horror Podcast is an uh, advertisement-free show. We will never water down our show with meaningless plugs just because that's not who we are. If we were to ever work with somebody, it would mean something or they would be relevant to us. So... What we do, folks, is we offer you guys bonus content. And that bonus content is on patreon.com slash sloppy horror. You know, for a very small fee, you can enjoy all these bonus episodes we release once a week. And uh, it's a way for us to keep the lights on and uh, entertain you folks who eat eat up through all this regular content. All right. So we got these little greetings out the way, Mark. Let me look. Can I ask you this first? Was this your first time? No, this wasn't your first time seeing 31. I believe you've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was excited about it. I remember when this first came out, when it was coming out. I remember seeing the trailer. I thought it was going to be more heavily clown based. Me too. uh, Than it was. I think a lot of people are disappointed in that aspect of it. And I think the clowns in it kind of disappointed. But, you know, all in all, I still enjoyed it. As clowns, they're disappointing. But. As characters, they're definitely very interesting. Um, once again, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, beat people's head head with this, uh, you know, this message here. But obviously, we always state that Rob is a very good caster. He pulls people from all kinds of horror movies. So if you are, you know, new to our show, this is the first episode, I really will encourage you, any one of his movies, just run your finger down the cast list and stop it. Whatever one you want, look them up. Guarantee there was in some pretty big, significant horror movies. And, you know, that, that's kind of neat to me. And some people are like, well, okay, well, you just pick random people out. It's like, look here. The horror movies that work are when you don't generally have A-plus actors in that position. Because if it's Mark Wahlberg, it's Mark Wahlberg. He's not going to die. Like, you know, that's Mark Wahlberg. Like, you already have preconceived notions about this person. They're like, ah, oh, that's The Rock. He's not, he's not going to die. It's The Rock, man. Or even if he dies, it's The Rock. If it's just a random person, but they're a good actor, you can like, you're like, I identify with this person. It's something new. It's a new relationship you're getting into. And I, I, I appreciate that with him. So he'll just, you know, pick these people out from the horror community. And if you didn't know horror movies and you were to watch one of his movies, you would be like, I don't know who the hell any of these people are. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's many... Uh, when he uses Courtney Gaines, I think some people recognize him as Malachi from Children of the Corn. He's kind of hard to, you know. But I, I, for me, man, that's I, I can't just state it enough. That makes me so happy when I'm watching his pictures because I just see all these different people where you're like, I want to be a fly on the wall when these movies are being made because I feel like it was a lot of fun. Like these guys were having a blast. And, uh, you, you know, you're bringing something to the table. I don't know about you. But if I was going um, hunting or if I needed somebody to help protect my life, I would much rather somebody that has experience who has done it before versus, like, you know, somebody who hasn't. So I I don't know, man. It takes one to know one kind of deal. It kind of makes sense. I like your little philosophy there. I love Richard Brake as well, who plays Doomhead. He's in quite a few things. That guy is awesome. Yeah, he makes the that little monologue at the beginning, bro. Oh. Monologue before any, all of his monologues. But the, <laughs> the beginning one is badass. Like, that's more reason if you 
don't enjoy the movie, you at least, at least enjoy his beginning monologue. If, yeah, if you really look deep into him as a character, because this is a that's the one pe- thing people don't give Rob enough credit for. He makes characters like Baby Firefly and Captain Spaulding. All these people like weren't ex- they didn't exist until he made them, and they are everywhere within the genre. And Doomhead, I don't think gets enough love because this guy like he's really intelligent. Like he's a smart guy. Like you could tell he's smart. Like he he. He's intelligent, but he has like a rage that he can't, he has emotional problems. And you could tell he's like one of those people that was just like a shade away from being like a real, he could have worked for a, if you would have went this way, you could have worked for NASA, but you just kind of deviated. And now you're like this really smart, but rageful guy, just and, and super, uh, I, he, is, he makes jokes, just very sarcastic, just Man, he he is a beast. I loved how it showed him getting ready, how he's like wiping grease paint all over and he just starts punching himself in the face and he's bleeding. You're like, this guy's scary. Yeah, he is scary. <laughs> I would not it's so weird too, because he's he's like just a skinny ass country boy. Like you don't think he's that intimidating, but I'll tell you what, he's fucking scary. I would not want that dude coming at me. With them two knives, yeah, bro, you're like that. <laughs> No. <laughs> Why don't you hit us with a quick synopsis? Tell us what this movie is and what it's about. Okay, so really quick, folks. We have a gang of carnies, uh, and these carnies are good people. They're they're fun people, and they are traveling, and they get uh, kidnapped, we'll say, and they get placed into this place called the murder world. And what the murder world is, they are put in this place where they have to play the game called 31. And 31 is where they have like, you know, five or six of these, um, we'll just say hostages, so to speak, or victims. And what they do is like these people came out. It was my, Malcolm McDowell, which was really cool. But they came out in like powdered wigs and all paint, you know, like it, it looks like some uh, 1700s shit. And they come out and they tell all these people that are tied up like, you know, you're about to play the game 31. You have to stay alive. Uh, what was it, 24 hours? You got to stay alive 24 hours. And... What these people do is they send out killers that they've hired. So they bring in these people, and they, they have fun nicknames like Doomhead, Sickhead, you know, all, all kinds of fun shit. And the name of the game is to see how long you can stay alive. And sometimes the killers die, and if one of the killers dies, they'll send out the next killer. And, like, each time it gets, like, worse and, like, crazier. And uh, Doomhead's kind of like their f- closing pitcher, if you will. He's the guy that comes in to clean up at the end because he's nuts. Um so, you know, that the time's going on and throughout the time they're like announcing how much time they have left. So they're trying to stay alive for this 24 hours as a wave of killers, infinite amount of killers come out to get them. There's chainsaws with clowns. There is a little person who looks like Hitler, who like actually Hitler, like with the mustache, he's wearing Nazi stuff and he's fluent Spanish speaking. So it <laughs> doesn't just... make any sense whatsoever. But <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. He's my favorite one, though. He's the most entertaining. He's hilarious. He's super fun. I, I don't know that guy, that actor's name, but I've seen him at conventions before, and I haven't walked up and talked to him, but I've seen him, like, interacting with people. He seems like a really, fun, like, fun guy. He All smiles. Um, but he crushed that role, Dude, man. he did. He was... He's freaky, like. He is, he is freaky, freaky, man. I love, <laughs> I love how he uh, uh, irrit, um, imitates you. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm gonna fucking get you. I'm gonna fucking get you. I'm gonna fucking get you. <laughs> yeah, that's so like mocking pisses people off oh, at any yeah. age. I don't he's care a, how he's old a little shit talker, man, but he'll sneak up on you. He's like Chucky style, like what are you gonna do? It's a midget, dude. He sneaks around everywhere. He knows exactly what's going on. He'll fuck you up. That's not the word. You can't say that anymore. Whatever, man. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, but I'm saying. What is the proper term? I think if they, if they, if I saw a thing recently where they say the M word is like the N word to them. No, it's not. That's what they said. I saw them say it, not me say it, not big people, little people. I saw little people collectively say that, and I was like, all right, if all right, if it's like it really gonna get you. Okay, this short but guy. Mark, Mark, yeah, is Mark hilarious. <laughs> Let's give you the short man is hilarious. Let's say that. Yeah, just the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Short man. The little fella. <laughs> Don't see that's in that's demeaning with the little fella. That's what you call kid. That's true. Nah, we're going I, don't, to, I don't call a kid a fella. We're going to <laughs> Okay, so this short fella, we'll combine the two. Okay, this short fella is great. I love how I, I think I've heard this before where people think wish there were subtitles of what he was saying. I don't. I think it's hilarious because I, I had, don't know what he's saying. I did have the subtitles actually, which did is you? weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why mine had it. I didn't have subtitles when he spoke Spanish, but just the just when uh, Sherry Moon Charlie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh, he's trying, she's trying to say number four, and then he's the short fella is backing her up, and they're like going at each other, just talking smack like in Spanish. It's just hilarious to me. Like I have no idea what they're saying, but they're just bickering back and forth. You know, in hindsight, now that I'm looking at it, this short fella, he, the whole time what he is saying to these people in Spanish is like the F word for gay people. Um, he's calling people like little pussies and bitches. Like, so he's like coming in heavy. So, and he's dressed as a Nazi. So I don't think we've offended him. You know, he seems like a fun time, but you know, he, he's something else. He's a character that you couldn't make up. A Mm. Spanish speaking little person Nazi. (laughs) He just throws (laughs) off your whole, you're like, like, he's like, and and that actor, he was also in three from hell. He was, you know, he kind of saved everybody at the end. And I, I, he's a great actor, but, um, man, that like character, You'd be like, let's talk. What What's going on with you, man? Like, you seem very, like, he's no, just... Just imagine if somebody came up to you with that on paper. It's like, okay, so the first guy, he's a short person, he's a Nazi, and he speaks fluent Spanish. What? <laughs> all right, all right. I feel... I don't know how. I feel like they just put a bunch of ideas on a wall and just threw stuff at it, and then whatever it landed on made these people, made them up. Yeah, with Rob, uh, I don't think he knew. Oh, he didn't know that he spoke Spanish fluently beforehand. And then, like, just being around him, he found out, and he was like, nah, we got to incorporate this because it makes no sense. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, Um, man. He he was, I don't know, it's hard to pick my favorite killer because there's quite a few killers. You had, like, that big German guy with his, uh, like, baby girlfriend yeah like, that was uh, sex and death uh-huh. I think they called him each other well I said every time there's a German guy and he, he he yells in German but then like when he comes at you he goes I will fuck you <laughs> <laughs> they always say that I'm gonna fuck you <laughs> and it, long blonde hair yep. you know it just it's the same recipe bad guy from Die Hard it works every time you know it just works every time it does the Germans are always the bad guys which I'm offended because I'm pretty much German. Yeah, man. That's not cool. That's not cool. 
Yeah, you know that girl, his girlfriend, that's the girl. She's like the voice actress, E.G. Daly. I mean, she's done a lot of movies, too, but that was Tommy Pickles. You remember Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. I remember Tommy Pickles. Yep, she does this voice. Yeah, she's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun, Mark. I think that these people all worked great together. So who else are some of our killers here? Obviously, Doomhead. We've discussed him. And then we have the Chainsaw Brothers, the, the clown. They're painted as clowns. And they just talk, they're like hillbillies that talk yeah, a lot of shit. Yeah, they're hillbilly rednecks talking about uh, fucking pretty much anything that has a hole. Yeah. So it gets real gray. It's a very real gritty movie. I'm like, this is per capita of Rob Zombie of what you expect. Very gritty, very dirty, very grimy. Probably the most of that out of any of his movies, yeah. if we're being fair. Oh, yeah. Take a chainsaw to some girl's vagina. Just kill her. Their little ah. sex doll that they made in the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. I probably would have fell for that. Yeah, I would have too. Like, oh shit! Like, one because like I don't know if I could let somebody lay there, but two, it'd be like okay, like if I get you alive, that's somebody else that will that will attack. You know, like a little decoy there. I'm faster than saying. you. Yeah. yeah, I'm very faster. And my conscience you. is clear at this point because I tried to save you. Yes. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. You're not throwing them to the bear, but you know. Yeah, but John, you know, you made, you did your good deed. And then, you know, think about yourself here. Exactly. I, Jeff Daniels Phillips' character, uh, Roscoe, got so pissed. Well, you know, he's like, ah, oh, I know it. It's an attractive bitch. <laughs> Why the fuck don't more people listen to me? <laughs> Everybody's at that moment. Oh, yeah. I have that moment every day, dude. I, I really I love him as an actor because, honestly, you could see that like almost as like, Oh, I don't know if someone would react that way, but 100% they would because he's like kind of losing it, trying to be a good guy, but at the same time, he knows shit's coming. So he's like, we got to put a game face on or we're going to die. Yeah, 100%. I love him in the van in the beginning before they get there, and he's just trying to talk about his gorilla idea. <laughs> he's, got that, he's got that ditzy girl talking about him. He's like three times, like every time she speaks, like, will you shut the fuck up for two seconds? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's another beautiful set of teeth, along with Richard Brake and myself. Like, when Richard Brake's character, uh, you know, Doomhead charges Roscoe, that was the battle of the teeth. The strongest teeth survive. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm fit for the subject, you know. Now, honestly, I think that's, like, Richard Brake's best character asset uh, as an actor, is his teeth. He's got those crazy teeth, and he's scary, bro. Like, if that guy was in your window, you'd be freaked out. I would be. And I'd also be like, he brushes at least three times a day. Everybody has perfect. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, he's great in that role, too, in Halloween. Oh, man. I love him in every movie. It's good. Like I said, it's like a comforting thing. It's like an Adam Sandler horror movie. Like, you get all your familiar faces, feel comfortable. This is very... A lot of I don't know. A lot of people say they don't like this, but I don't think they look at it in the right way. I don't think they're going in. I think they're going in for like a, a movie, a story, character development, and all this stuff. It's like, nah, this is just a straight up fun ass hour and forty minutes of just crazy shit. I like the idea. It's a good premise. Very I mean, good premise. I mean, you got you got characters that like are un, unforgettable characters that you like. I guarantee you, everybody has a different favorite killer. 
Yeah. Know, not, yeah. Every, not, it's not all one-sided. Obviously, Doomhead's probably everybody's favorite because he's the most badass, but I'm sure people prefer the Chainsaw Brothers over Doomhead, or they prefer Sex and Death over that. Or well, the What was the Nazi fella. guy's name? Ooh, I don't know. Um... All right, we're looking here because that's going to Okay, so Pancho Moller is his name and his name and he was Sickhead. Sickhead. Okay. Yeah, that would make that makes sense. Yeah, Sickhead. That's right. Pancho Cro- wow. Yeah, okay. like I said Sickhead's my favorite. You know, he's the most he's the most entertaining one. <laughs> yeah, and he, he like when he was dragging both those knives down the hallway, they were mm-hmm. like size, you yeah. know, like I was like, "Whoa, man." <laughs> oh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> He said, "You okay. little." He said, "You little fucking chihuahua." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I love. He was just so crazy. Like you, you. His craziness is contagious. Like if that dude was in a haunted house, I would be the shit. But um, he would. I love just him talking. Just his. I think his fluent Spanish made him the most fun. It's like okay, go run along, number five. I'm going to go kill number four now. <laughs> go run and hide. Go on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't... Let, let's see what the, the synth this young man is because Poncho is... Oh, he's from Chile. So, okay, so that's probably why he speaks Spanish. That could be a very good that, that's, assumption. That's a badass name, Poncho. I'm jealous. Mom and Dad, fuck you for not naming me Poncho. Like, he probably stays dry in the rain. He do. He don't get wet. So, Christian Ramey. Yes. First of all, how would you react to these in certain situations? What would you do? Let's say you're at the gas station and the hot little young thing comes up to you, starts asking you questions if you're going hunting in your middle of nowhere, if you got a bunch of guns, would you say no? try and flirt with her like he did or would you say yeah we got a shit ton of guns in here because that's what she's doing she's checking to see if they're obtainable or not mm-hmm. which he what spills the beans would... like no we just got a, we got an old rusty shotgun in there that's just mainly to prop open the window generally people annoy me so like I'm like not going to talk to them probably like, yeah I'm, me too I'm, I'm, I'm going to give them like a real like get the fuck away from me face no nah, just real short answers you hit them with short answers so they go away and it usually takes about a minute or two you got a bunch of guns in here? Man, we do practice the Second Amendment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not just that, just we do practice the Second Amendment. That is intimidating. Well, you can't, you can't out-creep a creep, okay? If people come to Ozark Mark's house with masks on and shit, they're not going to scare him. They're not going to they're gonna piss him off. But even if they had Ozark Mark tied up, taped up, he'd be talking shit the whole way out. Your mask is stupid. <laughs> like, like, that's just what Mark's gonna do, and I support that because I feel the same way. So, I think I think you and I would have felt some kind of like, you know, what what the fuck kind of question is that? Like, okay, all right, the barricade. When they got to the barricade, mm-hmm. would you just drive through it? You're in a fucking big ass fucking van. I would have attempted. I, I would have just drove right through that shit. I would attempt. It was just sticks and hay. I'm not gonna go over there and move it out of the way. Fuck no, I'm in the middle of nowhere on Halloween. Some of the, there's obviously a reason that this is here. People aren't fucking around. Mm-hmm. But you even know. if you were in reverse, just stay in motion. Yeah. Just stay in motion. Do not stay there. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta swing that around. Now the real questions would be, Mark, if you were in this situation, um, what are you looking for? What are you going for? Because honestly, 
I think it's uh I think it would honestly be quite easy to survive, especially if you hid. Like if you hid and that was your route and you would make sure that like your back is up against solid metal that can't be pierced and you're not going to be stabbed. Like if you just had like a giant structure behind you and you were just here with with some kind of something. Well, I mean the the you can see their their weapons are very limited. That's that kind of sucks. So it's going to be close combat no matter what. Mm-hmm. Also, you have to factor into the fact that they're watching you. They have the ability to see you at all times. So if you just hide the whole time, you can't hide for 24 hours in a place of killers who know this area. They're going to be able to check any which way. They're going to be able to hear you. They're going to be see you. So that hiding is really not the best option. I say keep moving, uh, but definitely move in groups, groups of two at least. Don't wander off by yourself because you will get fucked if you go off by yourself. Two on one is great odds. Two on one I is want, great odds. We're definitely going to be together, and I want to get to high ground because the high ground always wins. Like, well, I would just get into more open areas. I want to go down, stay in close corridors for too long because you back to the back, you have to see them coming in some way, shape, or form mm-hmm. or hear them. Like the first guy, uh, uh, Sickhead, uh, obviously don't go into any places where there's a lot of low places that he can crawl because he did that. He crawled under stalls. He crawled in everywhere. He that closed was, that his got doors. Me. Yeah, when you just crawl, huh? you know, like that, that's that not going to work. Moment. You got to get into open areas and wait and wait to just fucking murder. But that wasn't high ground. I'm talking like the ceiling. I'm talking like I'm hanging on an I-beam. Like, I mean, you can't hang for 24 hours. No well, longer. sit on the I-beam, you know? Like, you find a way. You find you find a way up there. I'm telling you, we'll crawl in the AC ducts. We will die hard this. My my knowledge of die hard shows me that I can climb through the constructs of this building and make it through safety. Now, I do agree with battle. We need open areas because, let's be honest, you're coming at me with a chainsaw. We're going to win that fight. We're going to win that fight every time. A chainsaw is a horrible weapon. Oh, for sure, bro, because especially... You gotta catch me, and if you're worried about me, what's stopping Ozark Mark from hitting you in the fucking head with a lead pipe? That's what I mean. He was just swinging it back and forth, like, okay, just wait for him to swing the next wing, go in there and just bat him real quick. He's gonna take a second to swing again, and then bang. It's just not a lot of quickness that was there. But they were injured, I get that, so, but, you know, you gotta make it through, I think, I feel, I feel like Sick had just two on one, long range, all he has is knives. You need a long range like a bat to start wearing them down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The chainsaws, I mean, it doesn't take long. Just keep your distance from a chainsaw. Because he's going to two-on-one somebody with a chainsaw, you're going to get fucked. So would you take the chainsaw after you got one? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Because it's like nobody can get up and stab you. Because, like, for the most part, the only nobody's had a gun. So you know they're not going to shoot you. And unless they're shooting, like, bow and arrows or something— you're pretty much good. Yeah, it was all hand-to-hand, blunt object combat, really. Right, so you fire that sucker up, and you're like, all right, come on in. Like, and it's going to deter. It's going to deter. I think we would win. I'm not going to lie. I think if you had just a bunch of dudes in there, just because you, um, the fright or flight, yeah, you're going to kill me? Well, we're at least going to try to go out. And um, I, I think they were very smart in picking, like, older people, like, people of all, you know, because if it's, like, a bunch of young dudes, like, take, like, a, you know, a bunch of younger dudes and put them in there. I mean, ladies, too. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like, I don't think this situation would go. It all just depends on how quickly we find each other as well because they, all, they, they, they put you all in random by yourself. Uh-huh. So we'd have to find each other. Would you be yelling? 
I don't know because I don't want them to find me by one-on-one. I'm, I'm confident I can get away with one-on-one, but your odds, like the odds severely deter when you're by yourself in an pl- unknown area versus someone who knows it. It's like real warfare and shit in there. They know exactly where it is. Everything is. I know. I know. I feel like my overconfidence, I would be talking so much shit. Like, I'd be like, I'm right here. Like, you know what I mean? Because I like I just am not fuck the shit. I'm not I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a mouse. You're not going to we're not doing you want to fucking fight me? Come in here. I'm going oh, I'm going to be loud enough so everyone hears me. Well, the, yeah, the, but the, the the biggest key in surviving is making it to Doomhead uninjured. That's a good point. Mostly every time you get to Doomhead, he bats clean up. He's just got two knives. That's all he's got too. He's just a skinny dude. Like Two, if you're still in full hell, I'm thinking about like a video game or something. But still, I mean, it's like if you're un, mostly unharmed, because mm-hmm. he just comes in when you're just fucked up and you got nothing else to do. Like you're all f- battle wound and you're exhausted, so he just comes in and just does his little dialogue and then stabs you. Would you try battle strategies? Like would you? Uh, Dude, like, I'd what be if trying I, everything. What, what if I said, all right, I'm gonna like we're together, and we gotta you know say we got three hours left, and there's this guy, I would say, all right. I'm going to stand here in the middle, Mark, and I'm going to be talking a bunch of shit. And then once he comes after me, that's when you got to pop in, okay? That's when you got to pop in, all right? I need your help at that time. But, you know, I think that we we could come up with some kind of, you know, flank him. Mm -hmm. I just think I would be so angry. Because that's not what I'd want to be doing that day. (laughs) (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Get me out of here right now. Hey, you got the keys? You got, I swear to, and we just raid dad rage our way out of here. Like, I love how they announce the odds after every killer. That was a fun part. They gave odds fun. for each person. Yeah, and one of the best parts is when uh, I think his name was Rock. What was it? Jeff Dan Phillips. Roscoe. Rocks yeah. Roscoe. <laughs> after he gets injured, they come out the odds, and most of them have been like five hundred to one, forty to one, three hundred to one. I think his was like 100 to 1 before, and after he got injured and can barely do anything, they go, 1 million to 1. And then you hear that, like, fuck. <laughs> you know you're fucked once you hear your odds. I would feel confident. I feel like we'd be like 10 to 1. I do too, man. I, I do too. My anger would pull me through. They might hire us at the end of it. They're like, hey, man. How much you paying? Yeah. Can we, like, pick? If we- I could do, would you do that? If that was, if you knew you could get do that, once a year and get away with it, not go to jail or anything. Were they were they piece of shit people that were killing? Are they good people? It does, you don't know that. Oh, then I couldn't. You don't know that, but they'd be pay, paying you like I don't know, three million, a million. If these people were like pedophiles, if they were like child abusers, if uh, they you don't were know. Like I mean, the last one was a priest and his wife. Mm-hmm. Before these people, before uh, the crew that we followed got in there. I know that's true. Um, I couldn't do it on a random whim, but if it if they were bad people, I would ask to be on the waiting list. You know, it's like, oh, bro. What would your name be? It's got to be something head. Mm-hmm. Drop dead head. Drop dead head. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would your weapon be? Freddy Krueger glove. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one, man. Would you have the double gloves or just one glove? Now, that would be cool. 
The double, double glove. glove. You could come in. Oh yeah. Oh, bro. Why not stock up? Yeah, double glove. Yeah, that, that's a that's a nice little touch. What, what do you think you would go with? I will tell you. But first, we got to get into this little segment here. Plop. Welcome to the What Do You Know Here. This is the segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. Now, if this is your first time here, hello to you. We're going to tell you things that we know. Now, if you know what we know, you're going to have a we know gayism again. But if you don't know what we know, you're going to have an intense we know gayism. It's going to be like your first time and your discovery and you're going to fucking love it. So, why don't you tell me something that you may or may not know about this movie, Robert Zombits 31. Mm. Well, you know here. You want to know a little something about this movie That's here? what I asked you. Look here. There's all kinds of stuff I can get into here. But there's one little fact that I liked. There was one thing, you know, sometimes it's nice to know about the actors, what's going on in their lives. Sure. You know, it adds a little touch there. Who doesn't like that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. So, Sherry Moon Zombie? Yeah. Throughout this movie, she was trying to stop smoking. Why in the fuck would you want to do that? Well, exactly. Yeah. So you can see that. So she looks all crazy and pissed off, and then, you know, it added to her character. This was a nice little touch that we had. That there. would be a good day to show some real anger. I'd be pissed off, too, if I'm oh, working sure. out here in the middle of nowhere in a murder house in a movie, and then I can't smoke. Yeah, sure. It's a lot of waiting in movie making, I guarantee you that. In film productions and audiovisual world, it's a lot of hurry up and sit and wait. And you know somebody's smoking. Oh, so yeah. you're just sitting there by yourself so, with your thumb up your ass. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do? Probably your hair or something. What here we go. What do you know about this I movie? I know something about this movie here. Now, this movie is called 31. Now, you might be thinking, why is this movie called 31? See, what happened was Robert Zombie. He went down a little rabbit hole of research and, you know, fun little facts like this segment here. And he's like, you know, most people in the world, or at least the United States or something, I don't know which one it was, I forget. But most people go missing on Halloween. Whoa. Guess that's what Halloween is? 31. Yeah, that's true. It happens on Halloween. So the movie's called 31 because most people go missing on Halloween. And guess what? All of these people went missing because they got murdered by Nazis, clowns, uh, weird German couples, and a doomhead. And weird people in wigs betting. Yeah, there was all kinds of people in there. There's crazy people in there. Now, there's something for your ass. You know something else here? I do. I do. Speaking of asses, there was a moment with doomhead penetrating the ass of this lady. Yes. They're doing butt stuff, okay? You're like, whoa, this is this is raunchy for a little program here, fellas. Well, look, I didn't make the movie. I'm just telling you. There's no penetration. You can find that on HBO. Oh, for sure. You're not, like, you're not seeing it. But, you know, that is implied that they are doing butt sex, but they're watching a scary movie while they're doing the butt sex. You know what that scary movie is? Uh... The Revenge of the Plumber. No. It is F.W. Murnau's classic, Nosferatu. The first, you know, vampire movie. The classic vampire movie. That seems like a good butt stuff movie. Yeah. See, that's... that's... (laughs) 
That's Nosferatu. That's the face with the ears. And the... So every time you see Nosferatu, think of butt stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's all I got. That's all I got. What about you? You got something else? No, that's all I got. Well, that's good facts. Tree facts for you. Tree facts on 31. 31. Bam. Oh. Let's just be honest, Mark. Yeah. What are you going to do in the situation in 31 when you got to go to the bathroom? Like, if you got a shit, like, what are you going to do? There were toilets there. Oh, there were. Yeah, well, there just was. To just go around the corner and just shit it out real quick. Who cares? I, you know, I'm trying to be worried about all aspects of the situation here. Okay, they're feeding us people, at least. All right, we got food. I can eat that. That's fine. You're not going to eat people. Shut up. What, if you didn't know until afterwards, you know, what are you going to do? You're probably going to puke it up like they did. If you found out you just ate human meat, I think you'd be trying to throw it up. If it was already prepared, and I don't know. I, it wasn't my fault, okay? But that is true. It's only 24 hours. But I, I wouldn't think we would need the, I don't think we would need an. I don't think I would have much of an appetite anyway. I might get thirsty, but no. Now, would your percentages of living go up if they gave you alcohol? No, it would go down. Okay. It would go way down. Mm-hmm. Now, would you drink said alcohol, any of it? No. Okay. I would need to be focused at all time. I don't. I don't need to escape or numb the feeling to forget where I am. No, like. I agree. I'd take coffee. Just every room you go, they got a coffee pot. This is actually helpful, guys. <laughs> I don't know who's running this, but this was a good Is that a curate? Is that a donut shop? All right. You guys got coffee. Co- oh, they got cream. Any, anything with energy, obviously, <laughs> I would take. But no, alcohol is to dumb me down. Now, it might not. I, if I was injured, then yes, okay. I would have to. But if I'm not injured, I need 100% focus because I'm trying to get out of here fucking alive. Because it impairs your, it would definitely impair your judgment. You'd make a mistake. Mm-hmm. How many times have you made a mistake drinking? Every time. The I simplest drink. fucking act. Oh, Putting yeah. something in a microwave. I fucked that up multiple times. Oh yeah. Okay. You stub your toe everywhere you go. I can't be out there stubbing my toes. I gotta murder people. It's true, man. That's true. I, yeah. I I think I I don't want to live this situation out, but I want to try it. Whoa. Thank you so much for putting your headphones on halfway through the episode again. No, it, I had them on. How were you? Sp- okay. It was the. It was when the gentleman came in, they put, you know, they get well, there's the no, I mean, there's really no purpose for you because you're not producing it. So, I mean, it's just what people do in a podcast. No, it makes me feel more comfortable. I felt weird without them, you know. Maybe your ears were hot. Yeah. Well, I needed this. I needed this with some closure. Like the murder house, or not the murder house, the, the the murder world, if you will. What weapon would you choose? Now keep them up. from the weapon. I guess we'll go from the weapons that they had. Whatever's the longest. Uh, the bat's good. The pipe's good. Whatever's the longest. Whatever can get me some distance because we're not short people. Like, yeah, like you're not we're gonna, not, you're not we're gonna, tall. You're not going to get it in one shot. You got to keep your distance because they all have short range weapons, except for uh, I think Death, the big German guy. He had a big long bat. Yeah, now if we were going strategy, I think like, um, I don't know, maybe we would give uh, like our weakest member of the group the longest to keep them away, and then we could kind of have more of the uh, the kill, the, you know, going for the kill. As long as they can kind of distract them and we can overpower them, we'll go in with the kill. Because also, I mean, it's for the sake of a movie, but if we, I mean, like, 
there's this classic age-old question of like, would you rather be killed by like a a a panther or a bear or like a you know, you always want to go the cat because the cat is going to come and bite your neck and kill you immediately. Like they kill you. A bear is just going to start eating whatever it grabs. Like mm, arm, like it's scary, scary. It's like eat my face first, bro. Like eat my head. Like I I'm trying to go right now. Like. No, I'm going to eat your feet. But a cat, you know, they'll kill you precisely. So I think if we were going for it, there wouldn't. it would be messy, but I think it would be quite quick. Just one, like two or three shots to the jugular. Just, yeah, he's done. Yeah, all right. Next. Because nobody had any armor on. Nobody had any kind of armor or shields. Like, now, if they were in suits of armor, we'd be screwed. Like, no. we, we would be, I mean, they're right. heavy. But, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, pretty much, I mean, you just, I'm sure they're on some kind of drugs. Oh, yeah. So, it's going to take a couple extra whacks. Mm-hmm. Dude, Doomhead, I'm telling you what, though. Doomhead's opening dialogue, when he just walks in, probably my favorite, one of my favorite dialogues in horror movies. You know what Just they the say? Whole thing. People in hell love popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Baddest, like, I love it. It's like, let's get one thing straight. I ain't no fucking clown. <laughs> ain't no clown. I might have this pain face on, but I ain't like, I ain't no fucking clown. <laughs> like, dude, what? I like, if you're gonna die, at least you got a monologue from him or something, you know? Yeah, well, once he's smart, like, here's the thing. I have the same thing. Rob has these characters, these, like, fringe characters like Otis. You know, he reminds me of that, like, where he's, like, smart. He's actually a smart guy, and he's, like, got all these kind of wild theories or whatever. But, like, if he had me tied up and he's, like, the constructs of how everything is built, you'd be like, hey, you're kind of right, man. Like, you're kind of, you know... Even though you're about to kill me, I kind of agree with you, man. Fuck people. You know, people did, suck. Did you know? Did you know that if you cut a roach's head off, it tries to live for at least another three hours? No, that is very interesting. Please tell me more. You know? oh, that's weird, man. That's kind of cool. Yeah, this it, this intrigues me. It intrigues me too, man. That is kind of neat. <laughs> I must apologize in advance for not sharpening this. <laughs> Might take a couple extra wax. That's uh, fine, you know. And hey, you know, you can't all be perfect, man. Hey, man, that's cool, dude. Look, just try try to go for that's it. Such you know? a dope line, though. Coming somebody with an axe, and like, I apologize for not sharpening this, folks. Let me lay this out for you. If you were to ever buy Ozark Mark a present, an axe would be a great present. This man, like, I feel like if you were really gonna go out, you would have an axe. Like, if you saw an axe, like you would. That's your like one grab, and that's it. You're like, this is what I have now, because you're an axe kind of guy. You like axes. You have an eye for axes. You know, Patrick Bateman's axe? Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful like, axe. Oh, it is, bro. It is. But you made me kind of <clears throat> notice that. Like, I just always noticed there was an axe in the scene, but you noticed, like, you were like, that's a beautiful axe. Dude, it like, is. It's shiny. It's like a mirror. That thing is dope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, there yeah, you go, I love, I love axes. Yeah, but it's kind of slow, though. I mean, I don't think that would be my go-to weapon. I think I would have an axe on the back, but you need some short-range weapons, too, if I was a killer. You got to do that hand motion, too, where it's like, you know, it's like a baseball swing. Oh, you know? yeah. Just good. Just do the reach around. Just bam. Get a lot of force <clears throat> in with that. What What's your that? favorite part, Chris Jeremy? Oh, my favorite parts. Yes. Um, let's see here. I think um, 
my favorite part would be watching the crew of like Malcolm McDowell and these like powdered wig people um, getting ready for this fancy event. Like I would say like the you know, giving the odds of the people and laying everything down. I just thought that was like, I don't know. It's like the extreme version of Hunger Games or something. It's just like this crazy kind of like, whoa. I'm never even like my brain doesn't think that way. Like I, I would have, I wouldn't have thought of that. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. It's like, who are these people? Who are these elite three people? It's only three of you. Yeah, it's you're like betting millions of dollars. Remember in wrestling when they would have like the chamber, like where like the timer would go off and then the chamber door would open. It was kind of like that, but like in a murder place with killers. And it's like, damn, bro, you like. You just got to survive the whole time because they've got people and they're going to keep sending them. And, like, I can't imagine they're going to get nicer. Like, no. Now, real quick, now, if you could, uh, what if you got the killer, but you just held him down? Everybody just held him down because they can't send out a new killer. Like, disable him. Well, so, they can. They could do whatever they want. They just don't. I'm I, sure they would. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, you might be, I would try to beat the game a little bit because he's not dead yet. Like, let's just say if we took Poncho's character and everybody grabbed a limb and we're just not fucking letting go. Like, we're not going. And then we just, you know, punch him in the beanbag a couple times. You know, you smack him in the face and we just tell the people, like, you can send out some more people, but we ain't letting go of this one. And we beat the game. Okay? He's not dead yet. It wouldn't work. They would just send somebody else out. Okay, well, then now we're using, you know, the other people against each other, you know, multiple killers at once. This would be a thing. No, we wouldn't want multiple killers. You want one at a time. We want them to fight each other. They're not going to fight each other. It's not like, you know, drugged up hobos or something just fighting randomly. No. They want the paycheck, Mark. Yeah. And they get it by participating. They get the paycheck by being there. That's true. You know, they're not going to fight each other. What was your favorite part? Um, I, I really like the opening monologue with Doomhead a lot, but we've already talked about that, so I'm going to try to pick uh, something else. Uh, I love. I always wish I had a Rastafarian friend. Yeah, man, <laughs> me too. That would be awesome, cool. But I like how he's just. I like the part when they start the platters there, and he starts eating people's like, "That's just look as good as my mama's cooking." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "I have to just he doing it on the empty stomach." Like, just his whole dialogue there was great. And then they find out they're eating people. That was a cool little twist that they did. Because I was thinking, I was like, I'm just thinking, I was like, oh, I would definitely eat, you know? And then I found out it's people. And, like, I'm not doing that, you know? How how mad did Tim get, Doomhead get once he realized he didn't kill her in time for the timer? He was just like, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> he, like, cussed her out and just left. <laughs> like, cunty bitch. <laughs> he just, like, walked away, like... It's like, oh, my. Yeah, I was surprised he did. Mm-hmm. Well, but, you know, he he finds her eventually again. And... He, well, he's all about the sport, though. Like, he's really all about the sport because, like, even, like, when they find Venus, the old lady that he had killed, and he said, like, kind of like some of the Art of War stuff, like all battles are won before they're fought, you know? Yeah. And he says, I'll give you a moment to, uh, you know, pay respects to your fallen comrade. And then... He's just very crazy in that sense. And then the outside's open. Feel free to walk the grounds. It's like he's very much got an ego thing. He's like, uh, you know, I'm the champion. He's like, I'm not crazy. I'm in control. I'm not crazy. I'm in control. It's like, that doesn't sound like you're – you sound uh, crazy. A little bit out of control, too. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard somebody yelling that from someone? If you punch yourself repeatedly until you're no – 
nose bleeds profusely. I don't think I could do that. I don't I, think I could punch myself in the nose. I don't. Like, my arm wouldn't, like, allow it. Like, it would just still, like, dull it. Down. Doesn't the lip seem like the better option? Like, you know, if you had to. Or how to... about just red paint? You got white paint? Use red paint. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 You're clearly not an intelligent man. But, uh, Doomhead, what are you doing, brother? <laughs> I want to know. What this movie rates here on the world famous Floppy Horror Podcast rating? Wow! Floppy Horror Rating, baby! Yeah! Hey there. Welcome to the world famous one and only, one of a kind, Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. We're going to rate this movie here on a scale of 1 to 10 in horror movie fashion. Not a regular movie, but in a horror movie. What makes a horror movie a horror movie? How are we going to do this? We're going to do this in a series of three categories. Three categories worth three points. Last category is worth 1.4, our total of. Ten points altogether. That's correct. That's four categories, not three. My bad. Three for three, one for one. Okay. World-famous Christian Ramey made this up. It's a great fucking rating. <laughs> so let's get into the first category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. Well, Mark... This one was kind of hard because, like, I was thinking pretense on this. And um, I'm not saying, like, every Rob Zombie movie should be a three on casting. So I'm going to make it a two and a half. I really am just because I really love everybody in this movie. And you have characters. They're all different characters. Um, Sorry. There's Jamaican people. There's, you know clowns they're you know little people nazis like they're just all over the map i thought all the killers did a great job i thought the victims did a good job but it's it served its point like if you're comparing this to like a uh, friday the 13th or a sleepaway camp like i think the acting's a little better than that i think it's a lot better well than there's that. not any real you know intense dialogues except for doomhead in the beginning and, mm-hmm. and the end like that's all you got so that's not worthy of three but uh you know two and a half okay i can agree with that Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. That's two and a half so far here on Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating. Let's get into the second category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating, and that is kills. I always like your help with this category because I think I'm numb to everything. And, I like, you are too, but you're, like, usually a good outside-of-the-box kind of person. We do have a wide variety of death, a smorgasbord. We got, right? Like, I mean... Not maybe all the victims, because I don't know. I mean, what? There's probably how many deaths you think are in here? 10, 12, 15? Oh, let's see. There's three of them that die when they get initially kidnapped, I believe. Mm-hmm. They just get stabbed and beaten. Nothing special there, but it is death. Um, You know, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six. Seven deaths in there throughout the battles. It's just chainsaws and knives. It's for the chainsaws, most part. knives, and uh, you know, at, there's an axe kill to the stomach of a priest in the beginning. There, no gunfire, but yeah, it's all stabbing and blunt object kills. So it's nothing too intensely gory, but they are kills. This whole movie is centered around killing, so it's there. I would go with a two, maybe. That's what I was thinking. A two. two. Because a three, because a three is like a two and a half to a three is when you have to get very creative and the kills emphasize and have importance in the movie. The kills have to do 
forward the story have to deal with shit like no yeah, these are just kills to kills like, like very it's just creative you, yeah. need a, you need like a, a you just need more than stabs and chainsaws like you know right. you got to give me something else that's a little bit but unique. they are they are intense kills and there's definitely a lot of kills in this so two's two, not a bad score gates of two there so that's four and a half so far here on the sloppy horror podcast rating let's get into the third and final three point category here on the sloppy horror podcast rating and that is fear obviously we have a tougher time you and I with this category because we don't get afraid often. I wouldn't say there's a lot of pop scares. Um, I feel like this could freak some kids out, maybe. You know. Yeah, most. But I mean, any anything can freak a kid out. The Wizard of Oz can freak a kid out. I think it's a one on fear level. Sure. I think one is a fair level. One for the- because you do get kidnapped in the middle of nowhere, so there's the fear of not being in a weird land you know there could be crazy people out there to kidnap you and stuff like you know so there are crazy people it's more just gritty and fun and it is your life like they're trying to get your life so it's like you are fearing your mortality a little bit you're like okay like that's not like a um a movie where there's no deaths so you know like sometimes you get that where there's no deaths so it's like how scary can this really be if i'm not afraid of dying yeah this is this is more just entertaining and fun yeah Uh, just gritty just you know, almost parental, parental, advi- parental advisory CD type of shit here. You know, so one's would, fine with me. Would you specify it as a FUBU uh, for us, bias kind of? Well, clearly, movie? yeah. It's just a bullet. It's just a. It's just a mindless, cool little story. Cool little premise. Mm-hmm. Cool to watch. It's cool to talk about too, and philosophize about what would you would do and all that stuff. And a lot of people would probably want to try something like that. Yeah, it's true, man. That is true. Would, without the death, of course, but you know the fun of it so that's one so that's five and a half so far here on a sloppy horror podcast rating let's get into the last one point category for half a point each on rewatchability. christian ramey please i do find this movie rewatchable it is it is a fun little movie sometimes you're in the mood for a, uh something that's you don't need to invest your whole life into sometimes you just want to pop something on uh a lot of times what happens is and especially with a lot of rob zombies movies uh you could find them a lot like on tubi or pluto or uh even sometimes like shutter or whatever there's just these random horror channels where his movies will be playing and like i'll keep the horror channel on and like if this one pops on it's not like i'm oh let me turn this off no you just get sucked into it it's just a you know it's just that it's just something that's quick it's something that you need it's a one night stand it's not necessarily something you're getting married to but it's something great for the night you know just a you know tostino's party pizza horror movie oh right i love those things i do too so yes what about you mark what would you say it's rewatchable i've already rewatched it before um it's mindless it's fun uh, there are uh, fun characters in it that that you love, that you want to come back for and make you laugh. Doomhead's great, you know. The killers are great. It's a fun little premise. It's a cool little premise, and I think it's cool to rewatch every once in a while. It is kind of a thought-provoking premise. You are right. It does kind of like uh, bring a conversation out in people because yeah, you're like, and it's something just to put on. I mean, if you're just randomly trying to kill some time, like, oh, you know, I haven't seen this in a while. I was excited to watch this again because I haven't seen it in a while. There's very few movies where you can drink a couple beers with your buddy and watch because, like, sometimes you just you guys will be talking over it or you you won't be able to pay attention. This is a good movie to have some beers and watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. So that's one point total. So that is seven and a half out of ten for Robert Zombert's thirty-one. Whoa, there you go. That's a solid rating for a solid movie on a solid podcast. 
Very good. Yes. Very good. I like this a lot. You see, what's coming up next, Mark, for these fine folks, is next week's episode. And honestly, I think we're contemplating doing this sucker live. I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. But we're going to tally. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. (laughs) We're going to tally the scores of Eli Roth and Rob Zombie. And if you've been watching week after week, you kind of already know those scores. But some of you don't. And and you can join us for the recap episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to, you know, crown a winner to this thing. And does it mean that one or the other is a better director? No, not at all. It just means that these two movies scored better than his two, these other two movies. And we could do this again with the same directors. We're not going to do that again next season, obviously. But this is the splat pack. That could come back. We could find more movies. We can go. That That's the way this works. It's just these two, you know. It's like a, it's like a race. You know, everybody's got their day. And we'll see who wins, you know. That's a good philosophy on the way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. (laughs) No, you know what I think is a lot of fun about this, too? What's that, bud? It's not just limited to directors, so we could really get into a lot of fun, I think, throughout. um, And and I've loved the engagement that all of you guys have had with us throughout all of this. You know, firing back at me, like saying, I like these movies, I like those movies, you know, or you'll defend your director. I like that, man. All you guys have... um, you know, been very vocal about that, and that's been a lot of fun. And for all you new people that have came to the Patreon, thank you so much for that, too. Very much appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we do try to give you a little backdrop before we do our new episodes every week so you can at least know what they are. Mark usually uh, will pull up some kind of image on the screen behind him so you can know what movie we're reviewing. So it's a nice little perk you can get there. I do things. I do things to keep you clued in. I've been doing this thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that, boys and girls, the Splat Pack battle is completed, so tune in next week for the finale of who the winner is and who is the king of the first battle of the Splat Pack. Dun, dun, dun. And we up this mark.